Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Greta Thomas. And I'm Claire Hatton. We're all about producing content where you can be inspired by and learn from amazing female entrepreneurs and leaders to help you achieve and even exceed your career goals. Before we begin this week's episode, though, it would mean a huge amount if you could rate and review our show if you haven't already. Consider it as your kind deed for the day. And we'd love to hear from you. So why not follow us or message us on LinkedIn? Mention the podcast and we'll be all ears. And now enjoy this week's episode. Hi, and welcome to the show. Indeed. Hello, everybody. Happy 2022. This is our first episode for the year. So it's good to be back, but it was a fantastic break, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. It certainly was. We really took advantage of the fact that in Australia, you know, it's obviously summer and we have a long break, but we actually managed to get back to the UK for five weeks as well, which yeah. was incredible. Yeah, we both saw our respective families and uh, it was we great. We did. And we'll talk a bit more about that a bit later, I think. Uh-huh. Okay. And I hope if you're listening now, I hope well, you are listening because you wouldn't have heard me say that otherwise. I hope you had a great break too, wherever you may be. Um, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's likely the break is a little bit longer than if you're in the Northern Hemisphere at this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this episode, we're going to keep really informal, as you can hear. You know, we actually really thought we might explore how each of us is thinking about the year ahead as we imagine that you're probably doing the same thing. So we thought it might be interesting to have a couple of different perspectives on how we're thinking about 2022. Exactly. And if you're really buttoned down and A-type and efficient and in the Northern Hemisphere, the chances are you might be a couple of weeks ahead of where we're at. Because <laughs> I know speaking for myself personally, you know, my plan is uh, skeletal for the year ahead. And there's definitely some flesh still needing to be put on the bones and some joint goals for, you know, you and I with our business, for example. We've really got to knuckle down and get granular on those in the next week or so. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. But it is that sort of time of the year, isn't it? Where it is. everybody is sort of really taking a step back and I think thinking more bigger picture. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I was watching a video from Google. It's called Think with Google. They had four of their data analysts talking about search trends, you know, what they're seeing people search for, because it's a really great sort of way to get the vibe of the nation, I guess. Well, vibe of the world, presumably. Yeah. Well, actually, this was a US one. Okay. But, you know, there's a lot of people in the US, so they, they get a really good sense. And I actually felt like what everybody else was searching for was kind of me. 
Oh, that's so <laughs> intriguing. It was really weird. <laughs> Every time we think, oh, we're a little bit out there pushing the envelope. I know. I something was actually, like that happens. I couldn't decide whether I was mortified by it or, <laughs> or comforted. So what were the trends? I'm, I, I won't sort of go into huge detail, but there were three key trends that people were really searching for. They had basically categorized them as the first one was a better me, which I suspect is probably quite normal for this time of the year. You know, people tend to make New Year's resolutions. I've given that up, by the yeah, way. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, lose weight, get fit, all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but apparently mental and emotional health came out as a much bigger trend than it had done in the past, which with COVID makes complete sense. Yeah. And then the second one was re-evaluating priorities. And I, mm-hmm. re- I really get that. Yeah. And you can see that like at a macro level as well as a, a micro level, can't you, in the world, you know, with people quitting jobs at record rates and things like yeah. that. Especially that's especially in the US too, that great resignation. Uh, the, the data's not quite as strong in Australia and I don't think it's quite as strong in England. But yeah, I think there is a, quite a trend nonetheless. Yeah. Well, I know that reevaluating priorities is something mm. that I've been really thinking about. And then the last one which again is something I've been thinking about, is Beyond Green, which is all around, it is about green, it's about being sustainable, but it's also about community building and giving back. And again, I think, you know, many people are sort of thinking about how the pandemic has impacted them and the community around them and and wanting to be part of a bigger community and feel like they're giving. That's interesting, isn't it? Certainly the community aspect for me resonates in terms of during COVID, we were all forced to become very local. Yeah, we certainly. Try and reach out and support people or, you know, we were in lockdown once from travel, get supported by others and things like that, dropping off essential goods if we couldn't leave the house. So, yeah, interesting. And the the reassessing priorities and the better me, you know, the whole well-being thing in the workplace is no doubt. Huge thanks to, in large part, thanks to the the challenges of COVID and people having to be sort of so isolated and yet still have a lot of work deadlines and pressures on them. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you thinking about 2022? (laughs) Well, you know, I think for context, if we're thinking about how I'm thinking about 22, I did not have a normal 21. No, or, uh, or was, a normal 2020. Not no. Actually, not many people didn't, but there's an exactly. additional reason. So, you know, as as well as COVID, particularly for the last six months of last year, but really all, you know, the last two years, my father had been and got increasingly sort of ill and frail. And then he sadly passed away, as you know, and many listeners know in September, early September last year. So it was a very atypical year. And how I spent my time and what my priorities were naturally was very different. And so I've chosen this year a theme because one thing I found last year was I still wanted to be achieving lots of things in our work and then in the the individual like advisory and board work that we individually do. Yeah. And I just repeatedly would get so frustrated that I wasn't achieving things or even having the chance to do the things I wanted to do. And I probably have much more understanding of why that was, you know, thinking about the amount of time that I would suddenly have to drop something and go be with my dad or whatever. But it it really took up a massive chunk of my time. The way I'm thinking about this year is I've started with a big picture overall theme. Yeah. And it's that I want to be very thoughtful about how I spend my time this year in an attempt to address that frustration that I felt 
in the past two years of not being able to do or get things done, but also to be a whole lot more disciplined and conscious of what time I spend on what thing on what day. Because I know that probably because of the circumstances of COVID and my father and just we have absolutely certain deadlines like the weekly deadline for the podcast or client sort of deadlines. But when you work for yourself, you do have a little bit more leeway and you can always have a last minute sprint and things like that. So I think I've become really, for want of a better word, flabby. Flabby? In how I manage, really? my, in how I manage my time. <laughs> flabby, floppy, you know, it's just like blowing in the breeze a little bit. So that's the key theme. And it's, I think, going to be the dominant outwardly noticeable flavor of how I'm going to be treating my year differently this year. I'm going to get very granular in the calendar. Oh, no. Are you? <laughs> yes. You've already listeners, seen it in listeners, the we share We share calendars, so that means that my calendar is full of Greta's calendar. <laughs> I'm full of yours. Don't True. think it's I'm going to fill mine one then as sided. well. <laughs> yours is already. I know mine is color coded now. Yeah, well mine will be too. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and what else is it going to mean? So, stepping back again, I've been pretty influenced. I was listening to the Atomic Habits author James Clear speak to Brené Brown on her one of her podcasts. So, that's going to really flavor it as well. So if I think I want to get something done, if it's not allocated a specific time in the diary with the specific description of what I want to do in that time, it's not going to be achieved. But how that's also relevant in terms of the atomic habits is whilst you and I still actually are a work in progress in terms of our final 22 plan. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were saying we were a work in progress. Well, yes, we are. We, <laughs> I guess we all are. We all are. So we've yet to define or finalize yeah. our business goals for our leadership development business, for example. I think I'm going to focus less on hero goals and more on the regular actions I need to do that would achieve things that I currently believe I want. And I'm sort of, because of the extra time I've got back this year, some of it's going to be a bit of a clean slate and I'm going to iterate, you know, the goals. I'm quite sure of that. So that's going to be a really distinctive thing. The other thing that I've been doing, aside from really thinking about time and granularity in the calendar, is just revisiting my purpose. I think especially when a parent dies, that's pretty fundamental. And I'd been sort of massaging my purpose in the last couple of years and never really 110% happy with where it was. So I've been looking at that again and tweaking that and obviously making sure that that influences and informs how I spend my time. And and have you got to the point where you've crystallized what your purpose is or are you still working on it? I think I have for the moment got a a clear idea of what my purpose is, yeah. So are you happy to share it? Yeah. It's to inspire and then create insights and possibilities that improve the lives and work of others. And that's important because Sometimes a lot of my work is advisory for businesses, but I would hope that the work I do in that arena improves the lives and work of others. So, yeah, that's my new purpose. Great. Well, it looks like it energizes you just by your body language and 
Yeah, I think so. Um, Your facial you know, expressions. There's a new book that we've both, well, we've ordered it and we've both done a test. Oh, yeah, the Sparks. Yeah, thing. Spark Type That's by it. Jonathan Fields. And if you listen to The Good Life, he's the. Yeah, of, he's got a, it's a great podcast. The, the host of The Good Life and does all kinds of other amazing things. So he came up with, you know, a bit like there's disc profiles and Myers Big Briggs profiles. Well, this is, you know, what's your kind of lead archetype and that helps energize you and gives you flow. So it, it mine, you know, my purpose now incorporates that as well as, you know, the other things that I care about. Yeah. It's interesting doing all that kind of stuff, isn't it? Just when you get to our age, you, you think you know quite a bit about yourself, but it's it's amazing how so many layers, you know, I, I always, I'm always learning about myself as well as, you know, the outside world and everything else. But it's really fascinating to keep that journey going, isn't it? Well, yeah, but also I think it's fascinating and it's important because we also change. I mean, look how the last two years have probably changed all of us in some way. And so you do have to check in. Now, the trouble I sometimes find is it can feel a bit self-indulgent spending too much time. So I get cross and frustrated with myself occasionally on that. But it is important to check in whether it's annually or whatever rhythm suits you, but because we do change and, and therefore we do have to keep like learning about, well, what's important to us now? And some of that's an aging journey and some of that's a circumstance journey. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm i really sorry that you feel a bit mad at yourself for feeling in self-indulgent because I, I don't think it is self-indulgent actually. I don't think it's been self-indulgent this, this year. Yeah. I think where it's frustrated me in the past is – you know, there is, I know I'm probably not alone. Sometimes there can be a lot of pressure to feel like you're really crystal clear on your purpose. Yeah. And if you're not, and that's okay because we can go through transition times in, in life many times where your purpose is uh, sort of yet to be fully kind of reiterated. And it's in those moments where I feel like I'm maybe spinning the wheel a bit where it can be a little bit, okay, we'll stop spending time on this, move on. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, but I do. I think it sort of opens up. You're on a journey, right? It's like, as I think I said, I'm peeling an onion. That's the way I see it. And that's why I think all this sort of, you know, every now and again, just checking in, using new tools, just to learn more about yourself. And, and actually, just as important as having the time to reflect. Mm, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in that spark type, I'm a <laughs> no wonder given I started life as a ballet dancer. My first spark type is performer and you can just Google it and you can do the test yourself. Um, he's had, I think, 600,000 people do it and find out what is your lead type of working. So, hey, it's it's a good thing that I'm performing for you now on this podcast, so to <laughs> it speak. It certainly is. It, it is. And uh, I think I'm a... Was it a maker or a builder? Maker, I think maker? they call it. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's all about, you know, actually building things. Yeah. And not like physical things necessarily, but, you know, I love... Shipping things. Yeah, shipping things, exactly. I really love um, shipping things. Thank God you do is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> true. True, listeners, So true. what about your year, Claire? How are you thinking about 22? Well, I haven't really necessarily got a big theme or anything but I think there is a fundamental thing I want to do differently in 2022 mm, versus 2021 and 20 mm. and that is I feel that I have been living small and I guess we've all had to live small because we've been in lockdowns and we've been certainly 
in this part of the world locked into our countries. And having had the opportunity to get on a plane, which is one of my favorite, favorite things to do, (laughs) and to go to the UK and hug my family and be with my family, but also just be in a different environment. You know, I get so much energy and I learn so much being in different environments. And I think Australia can be a bit insular. And the more you lock down, the more insular you become. Yeah. And so for me, it's about living big. And I think that sort of makes sense because, you know, my purpose is to live life to the full and to inspire others to do the same. Yeah. Nice. And so when I reflect on the last couple of years, I don't feel like I've been living life to the full. I mean, I've been living life to the full that I could. But now, because the risks of COVID, I think, have come down, even though we've got Omicron going crazy, you know, I'm triple vaxxed, we've traveled, we've actually seen, you know, the mentality of people in the UK, which is really quite different to Australia. Yeah, I think it'd be really fascinating if you could be a fly on the wall in multiple different countries, very in very quick succession to see, you know, how we've all been primed by our health policies and government policies to think about COVID. And, you know, some are so kind of casual about it and some are super paranoid about it. I know. Well, so my plan for 2022 has been very much dominated by making sure that holidays are pre-planned. So, <laughs> well, that fits with my my calendars, so <laughs> it does. It does. So, we are going back to Europe in the European summer. Yeah. Hell or high water. <laughs> as long as we can get back in because obviously we can't leave our poor little podcast puppy Indy. But, you know, and then I've I've got some times booked for a domestic trip and then another time booked for a kind of shorter haul trip as well. So they are the stakes in the ground because for me, that is just absolutely critical. And obviously getting back to my family and being part of their lives is just, well, it's my priority. And so that's really important. So I've kind of gated my world that way. But, you know, obviously everything else fits around that. But I find that if you get your priority fixed in first – then you know that you can sort of create the time and work for those around things that. and work around them. Mm. Yeah. I think it's really important to, as well as doing the sort of the, the micro calendar stuff that I'm doing, absolutely the other key element of that is then looking, stepping back and looking at your year as a whole and working out the kind of the rhythm of that year with where are the breaks, where are likely client peak moments yeah. and but, things like that. And of course, you know, the other thing that I've done this year is I've started a new board position, Mm. which is also, you know, live big because it's actually quite, it's a whole different industry sector. Yeah, congratulations. It's a very grown up board to be on. Thank you. It's a fintech business called Tyro Payments. It's a world I I really, I don't know anything about the fintech world or the payments world, but I'm learning really, really quickly. Um, And obviously I've got to learn about a new company and build relationships and and learn about a new team and, and solve problems, which is really exciting. Mm. And that's the other thing about living big, you know, it's about, okay, I probably wouldn't have done that. In fact, you know, I wouldn't have taken on a fintech a couple of years ago. Yeah, even 
six, eight months ago, yeah, potentially. Exactly. Exactly. But because I feel like I'm going to learn so much and I'm going to be challenged and I'm working with a great board and exec team, then that's really exciting. So I've got my travel board, which I absolutely love, even though it's been really tough and my fintech board. And so I've got those key dates and, you know, fortunately they get planned in advance and I can work around those. Mm. And then we've got our client work, yep. which we're kind of lucky as well with with our world that we live in now is we can do that from wherever, really. Yeah. At the moment, clients still seem to want to do quite a lot virtually. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, most of the big companies are still all working from home, aren't they? The Googles and Ubers and yeah. in the tech space anyway. Cer- yeah. And certainly, well, certainly in Australia mm. and then international travel not really happening yet, which is yep. a real shame, but. Yeah. So that's sort of how I'm thinking broadly is this living bigger. Well, we've had two pretty different approaches and sort of takeouts of how to how we're thinking about 2022. Hopefully, I think we're going to manage to be able to make them compatible in terms of all of our work together. And I, I think it's going to be a really great combo to have these different approaches testing and questioning us about how we're spending our time and what energy we're getting from things and what impact we're making. Yeah, and I actually think it's a really good thing for us to do to talk about how we are approaching things because, you know, if you're in a team, for example, knowing how another person is thinking about their year, it doesn't have to be at the start of the year, it could mm. be in the middle of the year, whatever whatever your rhythm is, but I think most people have a rhythm is quite helpful because then you can sort of find the best of the best and, and merge the two and and find what works for all of you. Yeah. And of course, there's many different ways to think about your year and ours are no doubt deeply flawed in their own little kind of idiosyncratic ways. So I think, you know, our message is if you get some sort of ideas from how either of us are approaching, that's great. But just don't think we're trying to say this is the only way or ways to do this. It's like what feels right for you and your circumstances. So I think that that is this episode done and dusted. Stay tuned for our episode next week. And in the meantime, we'll look forward to hearing how you're thinking about your years. Why don't you message us on Insta. We're don't easy to find Don't Stop Us Now podcast there. Or you can email us at hello at don'tstopusnow.co. And we shall look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for being with us. Ciao for now. <laughs>